This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. An Odyssey station. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh or learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, D.A.N. Kat Cyrus. How are you, Dan? <laughs> I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? I'm very good. Very good. And we're very excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock talking to you about real estate. We are the only real estate in the real estate market in Philly Metro. We're here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on 1210. Want to ask us a question about mortgages, residential, commercial, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. And our job is to keep you informed and help in any way with your real estate news. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at 1210WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes, we have our business tips with asking Dr. A. Motivating without money. That's a great topic. We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We have the old common question, Mark, for my for mortgage mom topic, which is... What? What are closing costs? The big question. The big question. And Mark, today our guest is Ken Murawski from Century 21 Veterans. He's here to give us some exciting news on... The real estate world and some of the things that he has going on. So can't wait for him to jump on. And they're new sponsors. That's great. And they are new sponsors. Welcome. We also have our questions. You ready? Yes. Can an HOA board of directors restrict open house weekends held by homeowners for sale by owner group? That's a good one. That's interesting. The next one is what do appraisers look for when appraising a home? Uh, the next question is, is it normal for a real estate agent to ask $500 for a credit check? <laughs> that must be some really good credit check. Somebody with ethics. <laughs> right. The next one is, can you work as a sales agent for one broker and a leasing agent for a different broker? Interesting question. Very good question. Topic of the day, four ways to conquer your fears and take smarter risks. Yes. With that, first, just give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, knowledge is limited. Imagination encircles the world. 
So there are no boundaries to imagination. So you can have all the knowledge you want, but if you can't imagine it and you can't envision it, you can't see her and you can't get there. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So the numbers, the existing home sales decreased 7.2% between January and February, falling to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 6.2 million homes, according to the National Association of Realtors, a very biased group. Compared to a year ago, sales were down more than 2% during that period. Economists polled by MarketWatch have projected existing home sales to come in at 6.1, so they were slightly higher than what they predicted housing affordability continues to be a major challenge as buyers are getting a double whammy with rising mortgage rates and sustained price increases as prices are still going up some who had previously qualified at three percent mortgage rate are no longer able to buy at the four percent rate because of what's going on what happened sales declined in every region on a monthly basis the south was the only part where the country where February sales were higher compared to previous year. And that's probably all due to Florida. Yep. And, and a South couple Carolina. States down and South Carolina, where they're doing tons of construction and things are good. The medium sales price for existing home in February is up to 357300 representing a 15% annual increase. But due to the raising mortgage rates, monthly payments for newly purchased homes are now 28% higher than they were a year ago. So, you know, we well, you always ask me, when was a good time to buy? Well, it was a while <laughs> ago now. Unsold inventory of existing homes reached a 1.7-month supply as the end of February, up from a record low set a month prior. That's ridiculously low. It is ridiculously low. A balanced low. market is six months. I think in Philly, we're probably at 1.7. It's really... We are in uncharted water. For sure. Back in Jan- back in January, we likely saw a rush of people looking to close deals, purchase homes before anticipated mortgage rates increases. At the same time, the month had bad weather, surge of COVID uh, cases, prompted a decline in contract signing activity, which is an early predictor of upcoming existing home sales. Popular spring home buying season remains very competitive because the market is so short on listings that will continue to push prices hard at higher and prices are going higher. Uh, one guy said, you know, suggesting there may be a lot of Americans sitting on the sidelines right now. There are a lot of Americans sitting on the sidelines for yeah, sure. Because they're nervous when there's things going on, like what's going on. People get nervous. Inventories at record low prices are elevated. That's a constraint for buyers, but a pickup in building activity could provide a lift to sales even as rates rise. Because you know what? Even if we hit five, I mean, I locked in at 13 back in the 80s. I mean, <laughs> and the average rate runs around 8%. So they're still low. So yeah. what are the rates? So speaking of the rates, right now, conventionally on a 30-year fixed, you're looking at 4.5%. Your 15-year yeah. is about 2.875. FHA loan, you're running around 4 to four and a quarter. again, depending on the day. We're back to pre-COVID, right? You understand that. Like the rates went up, but we're back to the normal levels that they were before COVID. Months ago, we were at 2.6 on some things. I mean, I have a rate of 2.25%. So, I mean, that was just 
a miracle. That was just like unforeseen territory yep. where we were. So, but now we're back to the norm. And the norm's not that bad. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Dan? We are up to Mark's funny story. So I got one for you. So little Johnny, right, he moves into the neighborhood with his new family, and he's in a new class, and he's in class, and the teacher announced that they're going to try something different to help everybody get to know one another, right, better, and help with their spelling. She explained, I want you to stand up, give us an occupation your father does, and spell it. And say one thing he would give us if he was here today. So this first student raised her hand and said, she goes, oh, Marcy, go ahead. What's yours? Marcy, she says, my father's a banker, B-A-N-K-E-R. And if he was here today, he'd give us all a shiny penny. Teacher said, that was very nice, Marcy. Who's next? Kevin stood up. My father's a baker. He said, B-A-K-E-R. If he was today, he'd give us all freshly baked cookies. Teacher's very good, the teacher says. Jeff's next. He goes, my father is an accountant. A-K, no, wait, A-C-K, no. Before he could attempt to spell it one more time, the teacher cut him off and told him to sit down and think about it for a while. And when he thought he knew how to spell it, he could stand back up and try it again. Little Johnny raised his hand in his excitement, hoping to be acknowledged. Teacher called on Johnny's next. He goes, my father's a bookie. B-O-O-K-I-E. And if he was here today, he'd give you two 20 to 1 odds. Jeff never will be able to spell accountant. <laughs> that was a good one. If you have a funny story you'd like to hear, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. So now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with the real Mortgage Mom. <laughs> Deanne Kat Saris from Green Tree Mortgage and her topic today is ooh, closing costs. Ah! <laughs> Wait, I have to pay closing costs? Isn't that yes. what my down payment is? Yeah, just get your checkbook and I'll tell you how much you owe. <laughs> so if you're in the market to purchase a home, you may be wondering who pays for the closing costs. Now, typically buyers and sellers each pay their own closing costs. A home buyer is likely to pay between 2 and 5% of their loan amount in closing costs, while the seller could pay 5 to 6 of the sale price just to their real estate agent alone. Correct. When you buy a home, there are closing costs. There are costs that go above what you are paying for on your down payment. Closing costs are actually out-of-pocket out of fees used for old items like getting your home loan, having the house appraised, getting yes. the title transferred actually into your name, and so on. Your closing costs, again, it can range between 2 and 5% of your loan amount. There's a lot of factors that go into play with that. So it means if you're taking a $200,000 mortgage loan, your closing costs can range from four dollars to $10,000. The amount that the home buyer has to pay can vary a lot depending on the home price and also the location. So what has a big factor to do with that is also the real estate taxes, depending 
if you're in Northeast Philadelphia, you're paying twenty six hundred. If you're going if you're out in to East, you're spending about <laughs> seventy five grand. I'd be happy to pay seventy five. No. Oh, seventy five grand. Never mind. No, that's not cool. No. That's not cool. <laughs> so typical closing costs um, paid by the buyer include the following: an ori- origination fee, and this is the fee from your mortgage lender. It's used to set up the process of your application, verify your documents, underwrite, and actually close your loan. Just be careful with the origination fee because some people will add also an application fee, a processing fee, and those are all junk fees that you really shouldn't be paying for. Right. Then you have the appraisal fee, and this is the fee that you pay to have your home appraised, which is required. What's the average? Uh, what is the average appraisal cost now? For a single family, the average cost is four ninety five. If you have a duplex, you're going to run around six ninety five. I just talked to a guy. He's doing like thirty a week. Ah, uh, he's. They're getting, yeah, they're bombarded. And it's taken probably about a week and a half, sometimes two weeks, to depend on, you know, how when we can get that actual report back. Yeah, there's not enough appraisers. So the next thing is your title search and your title insurance. And the title short, the title search, I had way too much coffee today, ensures that your new home title is clear and no one can claim the rights to that home or the property. So the title insurance provides protection against undisclosed claims. So it's making sure that there's no liens or judgments against the property. Right. You're also going to have what we call upfront mortgage insurance or a funding fee. Now, some home loans require upfront fee to insure or guarantee the mortgage. The government-backed home loans like FHA, VA, and your USDA mortgages all have an upfront fee. And that actually can be rolled into the mortgage. So it's not an out-of-pocket fee. Your discount points, which is another consideration when it comes into your closing costs, the discount points let you buy a lower interest rate by paying an extra fee at settlement. So- I don't, yeah, I just never understand why they call them discounts. Yeah, I know. Well, you're discounting the rate. So it's yeah, like jumbo that, shrimp. But it's like jumbo shrimp. Yeah, exactly. But you would pay a certain percentage. <laughs> like, keep in mind, one point is 1% of the loan amount. So if your right. interest rate, like, Mark, you're happy with 5%. So when, we, when we're done, I'm going to lock your loan on Monday for 5%. You're good with that, right? And if you said, no, no. <laughs> I want to get to 4%, then you would have to pay a then discount point. Points. Right, exactly. Right. And people with money, like... Uh, you know, if you're by, if you got, you've got a client with money that has a lot of money, they make good money, eight hundred grand. They make a no, no. Say they make three hundred grand a year and they're buying an eight hundred thousand dollar house. I suggest them if about this mortgage, why don't you spend a few bucks and knock that mortgage down even more? For you buy a few points, interest rates lower, and you have to look at versus putting more money down or buying down the interest rate, and you have to make right. sure if you're going to buy the rate down that you're going to be able to re- recoup your money within two years, okay? Right. Within two years. So again, that's something that when you're, you're we're doing a consultation to determine which loan is gonna best meet your needs, that's one of the things that we go over. The other thing is right. your escrow. The escrow is set up so that it's prepaid money, goes into your escrow account, and is dispersed as necessary to pay for your property taxes and also your homeowner's insurance. So if your taxes are up there, this is a big part of your closing costs, but keep in mind, it's your money. So you're paying it up front. It goes into your escrow account. And if you refinance or sell the property, any money that's in there will be refunded to you. 
Yes. So there's a couple other things that come into factor, um, like your single premium for mortgage insurance, um, whether or not you're going to put 20% down, you're going to put 10% down and pay that single premium. But again, we're going to sit down as a team, go over your individual needs, find out what's most important to you, and we'll devise a loan specific to meet your needs. If you're going to be in this home, it's your forever home, that's going to be a completely different conversation than we're going to have if you're only going to be in there for five years. Make sense? Yes, makes very good sense to me. Any questions, Mr. Cumberland? No, you kind of cleared that right up. (laughs) All right, let's run into our questions. You ready? All right, what's the first one? Can an HOA board of directors restrict open house weekends held by homeowners for sale by owner group? See, one thing about this question, it says, can a HOA board of the board of directors, I think you'd have to have a vote by the whole, uh, everybody that's a member of the HOA to have this enforceable. Somebody on just the board, I don't think they would have the power to do that. It's according to how the thing's written. But if there's a restriction for you to hold an open house for sale by the owner right that's what i'm not sure about this this is a for sale by owner and they want to do in the house that's restricted if that's in that in the bylaws if it's in the bylaws yes uh that's what that's why people know you know they never read these things the same way that condo associations they get that big book and they never read all the rules you know and Next thing you know, you can't park a commercial vehicle in the parking lot and you're you're a plumber with a wraparound. Right. Or you can't paint your uh, door so red. You, yeah. Or, or yeah. Or or you can't add a tree. Okay. So All right. they get you, know, the you gotta read the you, you gotta read the rules. What's the next The one? next question is what do appraisers look for when appraising a home? Well, first they look at all the competition. They're supposed to look at the actives, the pendings, and the solds. So they're comparing apples to apples. Then they take a tour through your house and make sure there's no uh, really blatant things wrong with the house. If it's FHA, they look for chipping paint, no railings, whatever. Uh, If they find stuff like that, they're going to say, you're going to have to repair that, put that railing up, and then they're going to have to come back or send them a picture or whatever right. and uh, when the repair is done. But it's not a home inspection. The biggest thing is that they compare apples to apples. Uh, you know, they're not comparing your cape to a, uh, a traditional, right. you know, three-story single. Right. They also look for so, the condition of the property yeah, they'll compared look at condition, to, you but, know, what's in the area. So if you have an updated kitchen right. and your neighbor doesn't, your house is going to appraise right. for more. Yeah, a new kitchen might be worth twenty grand. A new bathroom might be worth five grand. Right. You know, so and it's they also like, want to they want to check out the functionality of the house too. Make sure everything's working as far as all your appliances, things like that. Yeah. All right, let's jump on to the next one because I really want to hear your answer for this one. <laughs> what is it normal for a real estate agent to ask five hundred dollars for a credit check? No, no. Like I. This would be a red flag to me. If some agent asked me for $500 to do a credit check, first of all, why is the agent doing a credit check? It's the mortgage company. You turn them over to the lender, the lender runs their credit. If they're asking for $500 up front from you, it's got to be... Yeah, but this might even be for a rental and not necessarily for a mortgage, right? So they might be out looking... It shouldn't shouldn't be the agent doing it. Correct. 
It should Correct. not be the agent. Agents should be not asking. Now, there's agents out there that get you to sign a buyer agency agreement and want money up front so you won't go to somebody else. But I don't really think that's a great idea, but some agents do it. But for a credit check, I'd be really leery of that. What's next? Um, we're going to jump into the last question. Do I still have to pay my mortgage company after they foreclosed on my home? Well, you know what? In the old, there was a lot of things that happened after 08. And these people went to the table and there was a lot of lawsuits. Uh, a couple of the big banks got sued for billions because these people told them they were going to let them out of this mortgage. And they signed a document. And even after that, they didn't have they look they didn't have the house no more. They lost the house, and all of a sudden, months later, they got a bill in the mail for like fifty five grand. This is what you still owe us. Remember all that? I do. And uh, I am I shouldn't mention the names on the radio, but there were some big companies that got sued for billions. Exactly. Because, because they these people weren't careful and signed something that they weren't fully. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what was the word? They were. They didn't have to pay it back. What was the word for that? I forget what it was called. There was a lot of them too. Uh, damn, I'm blanking. But anyway, it was a document that basically said you didn't have to pay. You weren't responsible anymore. And they all thought they signed that, and they signed actually something different. All right. All right, Mark. There's, so there's coming some up, good questions in there. There are some great questions coming up next. Is going to be our guest segment with Mr. Ken Morowski from Century 21 Veterans. And he's here to give us an update. And we're here to welcome him as a new sponsor as well. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Do Some Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our guest segment. And today we are honored to have Ken Murawski from Century 21 Veterans. And he's going to talk about don't panic about today's rates. Hi, Ken. How are you? Hey, good to see you guys. Great welcome to back see you. to the show and welcome to he's part of the Good News in Real Estate team, man. He's yeah, our sponsors. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we uh, we looked at the opportunity to do it, and based on um, you know who you guys are and the show standing, and I don't I don't want to blow smoke at you guys, but oh no, guys, come on, yeah, yeah put you the out there, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, thirteen years in the business uh, of doing this and bringing that good news. Um, you know, Fed chair pumped up the interest rates last week, and you know everybody's in a panic. Uh, it's it's all coming together. You look, my first house in nineteen eighty. I got it at 18% interest rate and it, you know what I mean? And, um, and then 10 years later, it was down to eight and a half percent. Um, 2012 was just under 4% and the interest rates right now are just under four. It's all relative, man. I mean, yep. it's, you don't get excited if you don't buy today. Yeah. Are you going to pay a couple more bucks tomorrow? Sure. Anybody want to look at their wife and tell them they can't have that new house for the price <laughs> of a Starbucks? I'm, I'm out. I ain't doing it. <laughs> Now, exactly right. You're absolutely. And if you, you know, time is money. The longer you wait, the more it's going to cost. But Ken, you know, what's funny is I did a radio show um, 
yesterday, yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, but I I was interviewed by a woman named Dawn, who was um, Dawn Foff, who was on the show last week. And her and I did a show and she said, I started telling her about the radio show. And she's like, so how did you start? You know, how did this happen? And I just think it's funny that you are now on the show with us because you ditched me the first time I was on the radio. You're like, have fun. See you later. I got to go. Yeah, it's a funny. Fed me to the wolves. It's a lot funnier story um, than, yeah, we were, uh, um, Mark, as you recall, we were looking for, you know, a a segment and trying to figure this out and that kind of thing. And I go, ah, I got the perfect one. It's the end. It's going to be great. Great, sounds good. Have her come down to the studio. Well, she's probably not going to do that. I'm going to have to come down with her. Yeah, all right, sounds good. So in the process of getting there and getting on, you know, and all that, um, you know, I, I take a detour. And next thing you know, it's like a call and I go, all right, so good news and bad news. The good news is that you're still on. The bad news is I'm not going to be there. And, you know, so so now she's got this megawatt radio show going. She's meeting you for the first time. And it's like this whole thing. And I'm not there. And, I, you know, I felt horrible about it. No, you didn't. I did. But I will tell you, it seems to have worked out okay. (laughs) Um, After a couple of martinis, she was good. Right. Well, that's the thing. He said there's only going to be 30 million people listening live. Yeah. So you got to do it right the first time. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. Sure. First time. I say that. Don't worry about it. It's only like about 100,000 people. Listen, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's easy stuff. <laughs> Just like doing a seminar. <laughs> so tell us about your venture, what you're doing, but now that you're expanded from the Northeast market into the Florida market. You must be really excited about that. Yeah, I couldn't be more excited. My, uh, my business partner and I uh, started looking at what we were looking, uh, you know, as you know, growth is where it's at in real estate. So, um, you know, we thought we'd take a look around, see what we got. We found out a thousand people a day were moving to Florida. So um, that turned into an opportunity for us. So we've been uh we've been working on it for probably uh, since october november time frame just doing demographics figuring out where an office is going to go like just just all stuff you know what the i mean warfare and, that's yeah, what dude I it's it. it's crazy stuff because you know you got to figure out like the only thing that i like about um that i don't have to worry about is you know the, the business card colors the because you know right. franchise right. you know it's all right. figured out for you, you know what i mean right. so when i opened up my own shop 10 years ago i was like i had to figure out everything and it was nothing i cared about i couldn't care less man what color i don't care um so this we go right in we start growing the company and that kind of thing so um yeah so we're all set up uh our license actually coincidentally just came in so um yeah we're we're ready to go that's why i'm rolling back down there this week i deal with townships and that kind of thing but um (laughs) but yeah uh, it's it's as you know man it's just it's a thing everywhere you turn it's another thing so um but yeah we're uh we're looking to growing up here i just picked up a uh a new agent training specialist uh in this office and so we're looking at uh you know we're looking at growing across the board um florida is just uh florida's like a, a prize for us i think it's uh i'm really looking forward to it so yeah it's booming is florida who is, is your booming. new agent is that javier yeah you guys know him uh, well he he was a guest on the show as well he did an amazing job 
Yeah, he's a high energy guy. Um, you know, I, I hate Love to admit him. it, but he's yeah, he's like me thirty years ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, he's he's terrific. He's awesome with new agents. Got a lot of energy. Got a lot of new ideas. Um, it's funny because he'll do classes in my office. Um, you know, trying to help people just get focused and that kind of thing. That's his big thing. Um, and then like a lot of my experience agents will walk by and go, hey, what's uh, going on over there? Uh, you know, because you can hear the energy happening and you just want to be a part of it. So we're starting to see, uh, you know, people back in the offices and that kind of thing. So um, not that COVID's over and all that, but, um, you know, it, it's just good to, you know, it's good to see people back in the office. And when you see something like that going on, it just, it just works out. Yeah, it makes your so, culture better, everything better. Yeah. Right. And that's basically, you know, what you what you guys are amazing at is your culture. So my question is, can are you looking, you know, to hire people down here in the Florida in the Florida area? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Are you looking experienced, non-experienced? Do do you have training? Like what if somebody's listening to our show and wants to get well, we know people are listening to the show. But if somebody's listening and wants to be an agent. Is that something that they can call and talk to you about? And all the above. Yeah, we. Uh, I. I love personally. I love new guys. Um, you know, they're they're. You know, their their energy. They're they don't have any like bad yeah, habits. habits. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, the bad habits. Right. It's, it's, so we've been doing this a long time. And the first thing you do is go. What do you mean? What do you mean? I, I got to write up an agreement of sale. Well, that's kind of right. how we do it. And they go, Oh man, my last office. We didn't actually worry about stuff like that. Yeah, I get out. So, right. um, so yeah. The answer to that question is yeah. Everybody across the board. We just picked up an agent um, from a local company, um, and we sat her down and we started going through like contracts and that kind of thing and it was just yeah we didn't actually it's like a breath of fresh air right yeah it really is i mean you know it's so fun to deal with so for florida um probably both my preference would be um you know a a little bit of experience um you know if they knew a little bit about what was going on that would be great um but yeah we'll we'll talk to new people all day long because like i said i I love getting them in and uh, um you know kind of laying it on them the way we like to do it so. And what's great is that, you know, you teach a certain thing and Melanie teaches a certain thing. So together, you know, they're getting the best of both worlds, which is amazing because that's going to help them be one step ahead of any other agent that's coming in. Because, you know, you have the tech and you have the sales and and together you guys make an amazing team and help produce, you know, very educated and motivated realtors. Yeah, thanks. That's the beauty of it. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that I just, you know, it's just not my world. Um, and I think any broker that thinks they know it all, man, they, they're a really dangerous person. So um, what we like to do is we like to split it up. Um, so I take, you know, tactics and legal and, you know, just day-to-day operations. Melanie's more into tech and, and future stuff and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, it, it her mastery of what's going on marketing wise and tech wise is off the charts yeah. far out seeds yeah far yeah. out seeds and that's seeing i mean you know quite honestly don't tell her that's that's why the girl has a job man i mean i mean i'm just not good at that stuff so right. Right. You, you, gotta, she's, you can't do everything you gotta no. you know you need you need that and uh, and you got lucky 
it used to make our make the whole, you know? Yeah, right. It's like, it's like Keith and Ronnie and the Stones, uh, you know, together, <laughs> together they're the best guitarists should in the be, world. She'll be happy that you compared her to an 80 year old <laughs> burnout rock star. 87. I'm good. Oh, yeah, I'm good with it. But, you know, she might not. She might not appreciate it. Well, the point is, together, they're probably the best guitar player in the world. But it yeah, no doubt. Thanks, too. Yeah. So that sounds exciting. So, like, uh, let me ask you a quick question. How many pages is the agreement of sale in Florida? 14, Dan? 14. Yeah, 14 yeah, is right. 14 yeah. is less than up yeah. here, huh? And it's good. There's, I'm, I just, are so many nuances that are going on. But you know what? Let's save that for the next section, Ken. Sure. If somebody needs to get a hold of you and they have questions about joining your team, how do they get a hold of you? I'm at 215-806-3629. Um, um, you can reach me at uh, Ken Murawski at, or Ken at c21veterans.com. Uh, any way you want to do it is uh, okay with me. Give me a call. I'll take your call. We'll talk about it. Um, even if you're not right fit for us, then we'll, we'll see if we can't figure out him. what we can do for you. Very good. All right, All right. awesome. Well, thanks, Ken. Thanks, that was Ken. a great segment. Hey, it's great talking to you guys. Like I said, um, thanks for having us. When the opportunity and presented itself, we uh, we couldn't wait to jump on it. So thanks. And thanks for being a sponsor. We really you appreciate it. it. We've known you a long time. Plus, you helped start the show, man, 13 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, it's funny, funny how it all works out, isn't it? Really. All right, so with that, awesome. you're listening to Good News Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. Welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT Radio in Philadelphia. And thanks to Ken. That was a great segment. And you should call him. He's a great broker. All you agents out there. And I'll have to tell my school to call you. And we'll get him some agents. <laughs> so where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is four ways to conquer your fears and take smarter risks. Right. And if you don't take, I just wrote a song about this. You can all Google it. Got to take a chance to be free by Kix, K-A-X-X. No, you don't take no chances. Nothing happens. You know, risk equals reward. And the bigger the risk taken, the bigger the chance for the larger payout. And there are four ways to take smarter, better risk and succeed fast. You know, entrepreneurs were used to be questioned about everything they do. You know, perhaps the one reason they became an entrepreneur in the first place to prove that they were better doing what everyone else thinks they shouldn't. In fact, you could argue that being an entrepreneur is less about building a business and making the money and more about having the power to shape your own destiny and, you know, control your life. Risk equals reward. The bigger risk taken, the bigger chance for the payout. You know, when Christopher Columbus went traveling, everybody told him the world was flat, you know, we would not be here. So, you know, all there's all kinds of examples about taking risks. They all took enormous risks and many questioned their decisions, but each time the reward was huge. Of course, risk taking is only as good as the amount of planning and thought you put into it. You know, blindly risk take is never a good idea. So there's four ways to get over that fear. 
You know, we always talk about fear of success. You know, don't be afraid of failure. Failure is necessary. You gotta fail at things. Society tells us to fear, but none of us would be where we are at if we hadn't failed. We all make mistakes, but we all fail forward. We fail at something at some point, but changing how we think of failure is the key. Failure creates opportunity. The more we fail, the quicker we learn. The more of a chance we have the next time to do something the correct way, not to mention that without failure, we wouldn't enjoy our success as much because you don't know what a hill looks like unless you've been in a valley. Rather than fearing failure, <laughs> failure be excited that, that with it, you are one step closer to achieving your goals. Number two, don't be afraid of success. I, this one, I cannot get my arms around because I don't get this. But I've had a few partners in the past that got fear of success, and I just can't get my arms around it. Right. Much of the time, it's not about the fear of failure that scares people away from taking a risk. It's a fear of success. Many of us have been introduced to believe that since childhood that we don't deserve to be successful. You know, get a job, retire, collect a pension and die. You know, that was the old plan. <laughs> and then if if we are well, new to the responsibility, obligations that that brings when you go out on your own. Maybe we're afraid of the attention we'll receive by achieving success. Uh, for these reasons and others, many people shy away from taking that big chance. But all deserve, we, we all deserve to be successful. The next time you consider whether you should play it safe, remember that you deserve success as much as anyone else, anybody else. So take some shots. Three, don't allow others to inspire self-doubt. Whenever you go against the grain, there's always going to be people who question your actions, lead you to start doubting yourself. Sometimes it's because of jealousy, jealousy, but most often more than not, it's because of their own fears. Like they, they, they're not risk takers. Like Dr. Ray talks about this with the personalities, the S and C's that don't like to make snap decisions. I would encourage you to listen, always listen to see what they're saying is valid. And if so, consider their points, but never allow self-doubt to creep into your mind and sabotage your opportunity. Go with your gut. And the last one, calculate the risk. You know, there's risk in life. I just read a song, got to take a chance to be free. I mean, it's all about... If you don't take no chances, nothing's going to happen. Blind risks rarely, if ever, turn out well. So you don't want to jump into things that you have no clue about. It's like randomly penciling an answer on a multiple choice test that you never studied for. You know, the, prob the probability alone there is a fat chance you'll achieve high success <laughs> enough to score a pass. But if at least you gave some thoughts to the question, some thought, you would have much a better shot. Same thing goes for starting a business. Launching one is always a huge risk, but the be you are better off doing your research, your guerrilla research, whatever, the competition, calculating your risks, than walking in the high wire with no net to support your fall. I learned this lesson a lot of times when I, every time I opened like a new office or something, you know, I started getting better at it all the time rather than right. starting from scratch. And oh, now what? You know, right. <laughs> I tell a lot. No, of these so, Mark, we say we say no risk it, no biscuit. That's right. Like I get these people that want to be a broker and they want to open their office. And I say, why? They said, because I want to, you know, basically see their name and lights. I'm, and, right. and I coach brokers and agents. And then I get these calls. Well, I got my broker's license. I, I bought a franchise. I opened the office. And I, I now I don't know what to do. Well, exactly. You know, that's where their plan ended. So anyway, you know, there, no matter what kind of business it is, do some research. Feel comfortable, but you got to pull the trigger.
unless you take some risk, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's agreed. You know, and if like like Canada was also on time, they they've learned over the years and they know how to do it. They know how to do it. And awesome. You, so Ken, Doctor Abelson's tied up today in Texas doing something. So you have an office up in Pennsylvania. You have an office in Florida. And I own a real estate school, which is very convenient. Uh, what, what for new agents and experienced agents out there? What's the benefit to them joining Century Twenty One Veterans in Pennsylvania with a connection of Florida? That's so, a unique scenario. Yeah, um, yeah, we're looking forward to exploiting both sides of it. But I mean, the first, the, we're probably going to take the model that we have here in Philly and Bucks County in New Jersey and take it down there. Here's the biggest example: like um, my agents don't put anything in the MLS. We don't, we don't want them to do that. They send everything up to an assistant up in, uh, you know, one of my offices, and she puts it in. Uh, a couple of things: I get consistency across the the board as far as input. Puts go. I don't have to worry about, you know, the an agent putting in the wrong word, and you know how bright goes. It's fines everywhere you go. So I get consistency with that. But what I found is that agents aren't typically very good at those kinds of things. So um, you know, between the between that and the conveyancing department that we have set up, agents aren't typically very good at you know ordering search. They're not typically good at ordering uh, you know payoffs and things of that nature. Where a lot of offices you go, all that stuff has to happen. Yeah, and all that goes back to the 80-20 rule, which I yeah. teach to all my students. The 80 that's all 80%. That's not making you any money. Right. So if you're making 100 grand a year, you're worth basically $50 an hour. So for an agent to sit down and add stuff to the MOS, fill out paperwork for the office, right. do all that stuff, they don't realize it's costing them $50 an hour. Right. And then they start taking a couple phone calls and emails the next thing, 3 hours Jesus. goes by to enter something. And in your situation, their job is to show houses and write deals. That's it. You get them. You keep them in the twenty percent. Right. That's we a try great to, scenario. Yeah, we try to keep them productive. Um, you know, between training, um, the experience between myself and my business partner. I mean, you're not going to find anybody in the business who knows more about tech or marketing than Melanie Banks. Um, you know, she's really that good. So. People start talking to me about, well, Ken, I'm, I'm going to spend $7,000 and get a billboard on 95. And I go, okay, let's see, <laughs> right? Melanie walks me through this all the time. She's like, all right, so drive down the highway, you see the billboard, yes. Drive down the highway the second day, you see the billboard. Yeah, kind of. Drive down the highway, do you still see the billboard? She's no. like, right. So yeah. there's seven grand out the window. So it's things like that where people, and, and you know as well as I do, there's any number of people who are going to dive into your pocket for your money. That's just the nature of our business. So. <laughs> Yes, what we try to do is we try to, um, you know, train them on ways to make money, train them on ways to be productive. Uh, and, and then stay in, in the 20 and yeah, staying man. in the 20 percent. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same with the business cards. I always joke with the newbies and I say, oh, what are you going to get the stand up shot or the head shot? I say the <laughs> most important part of the card is the back of the card. I yeah. say for a couple bucks more, have email, name, cell phone, give out two cards and then say, what's your email address? And they'll and say and they'll say, why? Because I'm going to send you something so you know more about real estate than all your friends. I said 99% of people will give you your email. And now they're in your database. Yeah, you know? no doubt. Yeah, and that's right. the thing. I mean, you know, you got to figure these things out. The more people you say it all the time, the more people you have in your database, the more options you have. And yeah. that's just the bottom line. I mean, people don't understand that that is the saleable prospect of the business is the database. That's yeah. what is, That's where the money's at. That's where the money's coming from. 
All right. Very good. Well, I really appreciate you being a sponsor and good luck in Florida and anything I could do to help. Let me know. I appreciate it. Thanks Thanks again. All right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. Very good. And a special thanks to Ken and Melanie from Century 21 Veterans in Philly and Florida for being on our guest and being new sponsors, keeping us on the air for 13 years. In fact, Ken helped get us together 13 years again. Go and, and time flies. And we hope that you tune in every Saturday at one o'clock. Keep us informed. We'll keep you informed. And with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, the real mortgage mom. <laughs> and you've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. All Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded.